Hello everyone, I'm Vincent Dean and welcome to Fierce, an LGBTQ horror podcast that will change the world. This is our first episode of the podcast, so welcome. Each week we're going to dive into various topics with some wonderful guests that we're going to have on the show, ranging from the TV and film industry to to the Halloween and haunted house industry. Also, people from various walks of life. The subject subject matter we're going to be covering is predominantly horror-based, but we're going to use that as a bit of a vehicle to um, talk about different subject matter. The question of what scares you? Um, That question will be directed toward whoever our guest is that week. This is a tri-weekly podcast. Um, so with each guest we have on, that's how I will start each episode is asking them the initial question of what scares you? Um, that will be kind of our base level of whatever our discussion is for that particular week. And we will just go from there and stem off from it. Um, I love horror. I love Halloween. Both of those are two of my big loves in life as well as acting um and i would definitely have to say um as i'm getting older i'm realizing um the need to be philanthropic and to start from a place of love and do everything through love to be able to help people so starting things off um I was going to talk about some research that I found having to do with fears from Chapman University located in Orange County, California. A bit of background about them. When I was Googling, I came across them and this wonderful article. And um, a little bit of background about Chapman is it is a private research facility. Um, and they encompass 10 different schools and colleges which include Fowler School of Engineering and Dodge College of Film and Media Arts. So they actually did a case study for 2020-2021. I couldn't find anything for 2022, but um, they did a study pertaining to fear and what people were scared of. There was 95 that were listed on the... um, study that I looked at. They were in no particular order. Um, They ranged from animals, dogs, and cats, all the way to white supremacists and civil unrest, to Iran using nuclear weapons, to murder by a stranger. Um, But what I thought was very interesting about the research is people were more scared of the fears weren't uh, fantasy based um, or stereotypically what people would think for what you would be afraid of um, is what was featured in the research as being predominant as a fear Um, so you know there weren't clowns with chainsaws or serial killers or anything fun like that, but um, the top 10 consisted of the following. Number one, corrupt government officials at 79.6%. 
Number two, People I Love Dying. It was number five in 2019, um, but this was at 58.5%. Number three, A Loved One Contracting the Coronavirus, COVID-19, 58%. Number four, People I Love Becoming Seriously Ill, number three in 2019, and at 57.3%. Number five, widespread civil unrest, 56.5%. A pandemic or major epidemic, 55.8%. Number seven, economic slash financial collapse, 54.8%. Number eight, cyber terrorism, number seven, previously in 2019, at 51%. Number nine, pollution of oceans, lakes, and rivers number two in 2019 at 58 point or sorry 50 pardon me 0.8 percent and number 10 biological warfare at 49.3 percent of what you know i don't know if there were any double dippers so to speak if people answered multiple things um all i know is is over a thousand thirty five people answered their questions police brutality ranked at 50 number 50 um at 30.1 percent and at number 44 above that racial slash hate crime at 31.5 um according to oxford dictionary the definition of a hate crime is a crime typically involving Violence that is motivated by prejudice on the basis of race, religion, sexual orientation, or other grounds. So, gender identity, it could be um, sexuality, it could also be skin color, or religious affiliation. There's just a lot of different things um, that could be considered... Um, different groups, rather, that um, could be affected by this. Um, it's very interesting because then um, it was actually higher ranking um, for the hate crimes than police brutality. Um, I thought they would have been locked up together. Um, it's interesting because there's a couple things on here that people are scared of. Um, people are more scared of um, the Black Lives Matter movement at 15%, um, more so than clowns that came in at 5.6%, um, or contracting COVID-19, which was at 41%. 9.4% of people were scared of ghosts, and 21.7% um, of people were scared of murdering, or getting murdered, rather, excuse me, by someone that they know. Reptiles, so being scared of snakes, lizards, etc., was at 24.7%. Um, there's actually a couple new phobias and fears um, on here that I wouldn't necessarily think of um, 10, 15 years ago that are new. Um, one of them being the Proud Boys group that was at 41.9%. 
Um, and at 48.3% was the U.S. becoming involved in another world war. Um, immigrants, people were afraid of immigrants. Um, that weighed in at 5.9%. So um, on the subject of fear, um, I'm just going to kind of kick things off by talking about my fear, I would have to say, is um, being alone. Growing up, I was one of two children, and I have a sibling younger than me. And um, my parents and I and my younger sibling and our dog. And so we lived in the suburbs in Denver. And uh, as a 26-year-old now, I'm very much an old soul, and it's kind of interesting because I felt this huge weight both being lifted off temporarily and then being put back on, but in a different shape. So as opposed to sandbags, it's now transformed into almost like a lead-lined winter coat. Um, the kind that your mom would wear to the supermarket or while out and about shoveling. I have been moved out of their house for about six months. And it's interesting because you go from having all that energy and the sound around you and being able to just talk to people to utter and total quiet. And the feeling of isolation, even though you might look out your window and see, or I might see, rather, a neighbor or some neighbor kids playing soccer or a neighbor walking their dog. So it's very interesting because this physical space that I'm in, my home now, I'm having to create my own energy and I'm having to create my own space. Um, I like to explain it in terms where it's almost like magic. You're putting your energy, you're putting your thought, you're putting your feelings into this space that's new. But you're almost like a factory in that you're having to create all of this yourself. Sure, people might come over for parties or to hang out. My friends certainly have been. <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. And so it's been interesting because at first it's definitely better now as time has gone on. But it's interesting because, you know, parents coming to help their child, if you're lucky enough, um, or to even have your chosen family help you move, or I'm sure for those of us that don't have any family or friends that were able to help them move. It's definitely interesting going from being surrounded by people or hanging out with everybody and then suddenly everybody going home and then you're left alone again. Um, it's definitely been a lot of self-discipline so far, um, both physically 
in the sense of not wanting to scarf down boxes of ice cream bars or not wanting to cook dinner for yourself or leave a huge pile of laundry on the ground or laundry that's been done and it's on the couch and you're staring at it. (laughs) It's so it's, you know, no one's really there to hold you accountable. Um, So it's definitely a learning curve living on your own for the first time. Um, It's, it's an experience. I like to think of myself as an old soul. Um, Ever since I was little, I would always communicate with people older than I. Um, I just felt a kinship with the energies that they possessed. Um, And I would try to create tribes within that, um, whether it be with family, chosen family, um, friends, coworkers, Um, so really my two fears are the fear of investing time in others and it not being returned and being alone, which in my opinion, those go hand in hand. Um, so it's definitely been interesting. It's, it's, it's an ongoing journey. Um, and I'm really proud of my progress so far because If you guys could see the space, it's pretty spectacular. I would say the space is reminiscent of if Elvira and Dracula, with a pinch of Martha Stewart, had a gay son. (laughs) Um, And he grew up and he had his own apartment. I mean, there's horror movie posters and there's floating shelves on the walls with art and with pieces from family and friends. Um, One of the pieces is from my parents when they were in Mexico. Um, It's a little skeleton bruja, a little witch. Um, So it's Dia de los Muertos figurine. And then on one of my walls, I have from my mom's old boss, who was this amazing woman, um, this poster that is a collage of 1930s, 20s, 30s, and 40s, even as far back as the silent era, actors and actresses all together um and it's just it's black and white and it's amazing so to keep sort of chugging along um we got some questions submitted i wanted to go through those um before we ran out of time for this first episode and um yeah let's let's dive right into it So this first question, and all of them are anonymous, says, what horror movie has made you think? Um, My on-the-fly answer (laughs) would have to be... (laughs) um, I would say... Oh, my God. um, I would have to say 
for what horror movie has made me think. Um, oh my God. Uh, to still the term from the new scream that just came out um, from one of the main characters, my, uh, a super meta horror movie to me would be, um, anything with Jamie Lee Curtis, the original Halloween prom night, um, anything where she is in a strong position, um, it's not so much about feminism, even though it ends up being about feminism, if that makes sense. Um, she's taking charge of the situation. She kind of knows what needs to be done, needs to get done. So really, I would say my favorite horror movie would be anything with Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, I would even answer um, the original Alien with Sigourney Weaver. Um, I would have to say those two movies definitely um so yeah that's the first question let's see are you seeing anyone <laughs> yes uh i'm looking at my producer right now across my desk from me and i'm looking at my sound guy <laughs> i'm waving to them um so, uh, yes, I'm, I'm looking at two people right now. <laughs> um, thank you for the question. Um, have I, have you started thinking about Halloween 2022? Um, there's nothing beyond that for the question. Have you started thinking about Halloween 2022? Um, as far as professionally, um, for the haunt industry, usually I start planning the same year as I have something going on. So usually like if I'm cooking something up for 2023, I start thinking about it now. Um, it might not be completely. Um, I, I think my design process is almost like a coloring book. Um, you know, you get the paper, you get your uh, pencil, and you usually go over it and start creating a outline. And then you, you know, erase whatever you don't want and you correct it. And then you go over it with some sort of black marker. And then you start filling it in with whatever colors you want for it. Um, I think of creating a haunt um, or creating a look for Halloween um, and working with a makeup artist. Um, or even on a film set, creating the character as an actor, um, you have a lot of room to play. Um, and that's, that's the fun of it. Um, so to answer your question for 2022, I am always thinking about Halloween. It is a 360-day three th sorry th it's a 360 day job but it doesn't feel like a job if that makes sense um my brain is like a rolodex 
it just anything that I might draw inspiration from, it just immediately pops into my head. My brain just kind of records it like a um, very 90s video camera where you pop the cassette in the side and you record. Um, if I'm thinking how this question might also be asked, speaking of Halloween earlier, the new Halloween film that comes out this year in October, Halloween Ends. I'm looking forward to that as well to see what they do with Jamie Lee Curtis's character, Laurie Strode. Um, so I'm excited for that as well. Um, the Haunted House stuff that I'm working on right now and um, the costumes and the characters that I'm creating for this year and the looks, I am working with my costume designer and my team to create for me. I mean... There's some pretty exciting shit that's coming down the <laughs> coming down the um, gutter right now, so to speak. It's coming just it, it it's coming down the way like watermelons being rolled towards you with a giant hammer, and you're just gonna smash as many as you can. Um, anyway, so my last question is: What drew you into the profession? you are involved in um it started from me being a very young child interested in literally interested in halloween um we have a joke in our family that it was predetermined before i was even born that halloween was going to be my favorite holiday my mom has an ultrasound photo in my baby book of me the year before I was born and I have a pointy nose and a pointy chin and the doctor wrote happy Halloween he 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 and I love witches uh, the Wizard of Oz was one of my favorite movies growing up and I loved Mary Poppins and Hocus Pocus and bed knobs and broomsticks and um, it's kind of ironic as an adult I still love witches um, I've essentially adopted that as an adult, <laughs> but a good one, you know, like a Sandra Bullock practical magic type one um, with helping people and et cetera. I mean, what I wouldn't give to wear a giant hat and um, have an umbrella and some fun shoes and uh, fly off the end of the, the house <laughs> while the neighbors watch. Um, or even like Kiki's delivery service with uh, her cat Gigi. Um, so fun stuff like that. But yeah, I would have to say it started definitely when I was little. Um, horror movies were kind of the same way. I was probably nine years old. First time I ever saw a horror movie. It was the original Halloween. Um, I saw it with my dad and my sister who's two years younger than me. And uh, I distinctly remember that because my mom had went to work. And so we were left to our own sort of uh, to ourselves. And my dad was like, oh, do you guys want to watch a movie? And so we went and picked it up from Hollywood Video, which was a video store in Colorado. And uh, we made popcorn and... My dad had his arms spread out like an eagle, and we sat on the couch, and I sat on his right side, and my sister sat on the left side, and we watched it, and I definitely think it had some sort of impact on me. 
<laughs> um, yeah, so that's pretty much it, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. Um, this is the type of podcast that's very laid back. We're just having fun, and we're just talking about things that definitely have real impact on this world. Um, all of our guests that come on are our friends and neighbors, people that you might go to the store and run into. That's the way that I'm going into this, um, the, the energy that I've put into this podcast and the thought that I'm giving it is these people are your friends. They're your neighbors. Everybody wants to be understood. Well, almost everybody. Um, but everybody is afraid of something. And through that fear, um, the hope is, is for everyone to connect. Um, so to wrap up, thank you guys very much for tuning in to episode one of Fierce. And um, I wanted to say a special thanks to Mr. Carl Casey for our intro music. I wanted to say a special thank you to everyone who has emailed us questions. If you guys ever have any questions you want to ask us or um, at the end of the episode, we'll introduce usually, unless it's a surprise, um, who the guest is coming for this for the next week. Um, if you ever have any questions for me or for the guest that's coming, feel free to email us at Vincet, V-I-N-C-E-T, Dean, D-E-A-N, 270 at gmail.com. And if you could please put in the subject line the word question, and then in the main body of the email, your question. Um, we will go through them um, and get them to me and um, get them to the guests. If you guys have any questions for them. Um, to my sound guy and my lighting people and my producer, I want to thank you guys. Um, and yeah, catch you guys next time and stay fierce. Oh, my God.